0: Good morning and welcome to the new media show. And I mean, good morning. It's, it's good morning. It's 5 a.m. My time, but, uh, Rob, we had to start early today.
1: Yes. You have some family things you need to take care of today. So some soccer games or something like that. I heard. Yeah. For some unknown reason, the,
0: uh, we were like first in the bucket and the kids have got to be at the soccer field at 7 a.m. It's insane.
1: Yeah. Well, when you have kids, you got to do that kind of stuff.
0: Yes, you do. But uh, anyway, everyone, welcome to the to the media show. And probably we're competing with Dave today, so we That's might right. <laughs> Dave Jackson. Yeah, during his same hour. So hang out. We're gonna have fun, more fun than him. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Dave's Dave's pretty entertaining. I think yeah. he's. Uh, yeah,
0: I think he drinks about uh, ten cups of coffee before he starts his. Uh, <laughs> before he, he starts does have a lot show. of
1: energy on his show, doesn't he?
0: And, you know, and, and I. I'm the one that needs coffee. I'm just drinking H2O this morning.
1: That's it. Hey, same with me. Hey, we're H2O all the way.
0: And the and the reason for that is, is my daughter turned 21 yesterday, so we were out and about last night, uh, how should we say, celebrating in the 21-year fashion, uh, drinking too wow. much. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I did that too with my daughter. We went out drinking when she turned Yeah. in the window of her turning 21. Yeah, no one puked
0: <laughs> out the window last night, so that was a good well, thing. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, that's probably good. <laughs>
0: But anyway, everyone, welcome to uh, the New Media Show. We got some good stuff to talk about today. Lots. Uh, I'm telling you, the news cycle is is still on hyper spin. It, it's amazing oh, yeah. how many articles are coming out.
1: Yeah, well, and and it's amazing how much new content's coming out too yeah. because of it. You know, we're definitely in the uh, the growth curve around um, content. But it but it looks like there's uh, been some interesting growth on in the platform side too. Yeah, the the. The um, app called Anchor, I guess, is making a little bit of news and offering some capability that I wouldn't exactly say is new to the space. You know, if you look at even a service like Spreaker, is doing a lot of the same stuff that these guys are yeah. for for a long time now.
0: Yeah, they got a lot of buzz. Their uh, their app can now publish podcasts to Apple and Google, but you know the, the sleuthing group that uh, you and I belong to. I <laughs> did some uh, deep dives on this thing, and um, it, it appears, at least, that they submit the RSS feed to iTunes, and it appears on the service. For you, for you. For right? you, right? I
1: don't and, know if I'd want that.
0: No, because you, you, boom, you don't own it. Number two, they include an email in the RSS feed that's not tied your account it's tied to their account so essentially they own it so man oh man this is my typical you know get on my you know and they can fix this real easy so if anchor if you're listening let the pot let the listener submit their submission to itunes and make sure that their email address is in the, uh, the rss feed and you, you're you know then i'll quit crying <laughs>
1: Well, the question is, can a a podcaster go in and edit that that email address to to make it their own? I think is the bigger question. Right,
0: right. And and we don't at this point we're not seeing that that's possible at possible. least in someone's okay. testing. Right. I I haven't done any testing on it, but you know, what's kind of funny about this, Rob. Is we built? <laughs> I have an app and I have a site that we built six, seven, maybe five years ago. Um that we and we still have the domain. See if I can even find the domain. Um, let me go over and, and go daddy and look while we're talking about it. But we kind of abandoned it early because we thought it was long before you know, because you know, we were pulling people and and didn't see that there was a a desire for it at the time. So um For
1: for what, an auto submission to
0: no, an app that no. you could uh, record and submit
1: on, you oh, know, I you know just saying. record
0: in your phone and then just, you know, auto publish. So, you know, maybe we should have, you know, maybe we should have launched that before. But, uh, um, and, and I can't remember if that was the exact, I'm I'm going to look up the main, I'm in the, in the account already.
1: Um, well, S- Spreaker does the same exact thing today. I've been doing it for years now, so. Um, there's not, I mean, we've kind of moved way beyond this. I wouldn't say that it's a, it's an innovative feature by any stretch of the imagination. Now, though the, the auto submission to Google and Apple, I'm not, I'm not really clear how that would even work because Apple doesn't allow any API connections to submissions. As far as I'm aware, uh, you still have to have an Apple account. You still have to have a Google account. Uh, and you have to log into their their particular area and cut and paste your feed into their user interface. I don't believe that there's any way to automate that unless these guys are doing are somehow capturing your account or they're just putting them all into some sort of an anchor channel.
0: Oh, they. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're putting them under a single, you know, if any indication with the email address in the RSS feed, I'm sure they're putting them in a single account. anchor
1: anchor kind of uh uh network page within yeah. itunes you think
0: yeah i i would i would imagine so so through
1: their site site manager platform
0: yeah or or they're you know or they're just using a standard account who knows i i don't know what they're doing well
1: but, I, yeah i would imagine that that would be the only way that apple would be okay with it yeah. um Really is to have a, a site manager account
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that has like an anchor, anchor network yep. kind of thing. I mean, I have the same thing on on iTunes for Spreaker as well as, as the other network that I'm working with. And um, you can submit your you, – you can add shows to that network page um, anytime you want. So I would think that's pretty labor-intensive for Anchor, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they get busy or popular – um it's gonna be hard for them to keep up with that, I would imagine. Unless
0: they've uh you know, you can you know, I've wrote macros before, so they've may Yeah, yeah they may have done it with a macro. So the, the domain I've got was Sendacast, S E N D A C A S T dot com. Sendacast was the name of the app we were gonna build that we never finished. I, I got the site, I got everything done. It's funny. Really? Yeah, it's wow. it's it's ready. On the
1: shelf ready to go at any time, right? Well, the iOS
0: app would need to be <laughs> would be need to be tweaked. Yeah. But uh who knows, maybe it's time to dust this thing off if it seems to be if it's if it's a thing. <laughs> you know, but we ne- we never really thought that people would record their podcasts on their phone and want to send it straight to Well, we did, but it was in the early days, so well, yeah. I think,
1: Todd, I think if you think about it, it's it. It's not so much a phone recording, though. I mean, a lot of users use a uh, oh, right. speaker that way because we make apps that do the exact same thing on iOS and Android oh, right, right now, right. Windows and Mac, for that matter. Um, and a lot of people do that. I, I think as mobile devices become uh, more capable and... You can plug in USB microphones to them. They can become just like a computer recording um, system. And then you just publish through yeah. those mobile devices. A lot of people don't even really have full computers anymore yeah, it makes uh, sense. to do this. And they would prefer just to use the device that they have instead of going out and buying another another device when they have a perfectly good one in their pocket. You know, the the iPhone is a... Is a fantastic audio recording device, uh, or, or an iPad, or uh, I mean, I'm I'm using a Surface tablet to do all the podcasting or most of the podcasting I do these days. Um, so you know, I think that we've got this transition a little bit away from you know desktop type computers to do podcasting, and I think that's part of this trend.
0: Well, maybe it's time for us to go pull that code off the shelf and uh, hire an iOS. Yeah, I hire an iOS developer to uh, update the app. It's mm-hmm. it's so far behind; it would have to be probably redone from the ground up.
1: I mean, it is pretty basic, though. You just have you know basic recording capabilities right in yep. the the application, and then you just have an auto publish that pushes it up to your RSS feed.
0: Rob, you uh, know you know what would happen if I put this like in an email and send it to Angelo? He'd freak it, out. No, his brain would simply <laughs> explode he he would he would it it would it would result in a it would be like the death star evil look you know that that down and looking sideways like it's like
1: yeah yeah the head goes goes twerks this way yeah i you know i don't have
0: i don't have 20 developers you know (laughs) i guess i got a small dev team you know yeah so that's you know that's part of it too so and you know, if I had unlimited hey, devs.
1: Hey, Todd, I, I also saw on the pod, pod to pod, which is what we're looking at. So yep. if you wanted to go over to pod to pod.com, um, the article in here I thought was funny. I've seen it in the, li- the list for a while. A former um, Home Depot exec turns to podcasting. Boy, that's that's breaking news. I tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you get fired from the Home Depot. What are you gonna do? You gotta, you gotta talk about it, right? So, uh, I guess so. I, I didn't even read this article. Um, I yeah, guess that that's new, Oh, it's over on RadioInc.com. Hmm. Yeah. And this guy's got a show called Plinko. Really? Is that, is that the yeah. name of the show? Uh, Cause
1: yeah, a show? Because like there's a picture.
0: There's picture of some of a plinko.
1: Oh no! It's called Crazy Good Turns.
0: Oh, I was going to say some dude, it was an exec at Home Depot starting a show called Plinko. He, I understand why he's a, why would they put that picture on there? I'm not kidding, folks. You, you go to the, the page, let me show you this to you. And you're like, <laughs> there's a thing of like some dude with a, doing Plinko in a, in next, because you, you look at that and you go, well, oh, former Home Depot exec turns podcasting, you see this Plinko thing, I'm like, what? You, you know, and immediately, I'm. Then even read the article at that point. I stop. <laughs> you know, it's just like he's doing a Plinko show, really. You know, so yeah. th- that's where you that's that's where you are like have piss poor planning in your graphics you put on your web page.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and in, in in Radio Inc. decided that that was a good image to use to represent its show, and it's not even that show.
0: Oh my god, uh, it's
1: not even the name of the show it's actually uh, so he's the former chief operating officer Brad Shaw who now hosts Crazy Good Turns a nonprofit podcast that tells story stories of the people who do amazing things for others that's the concept of the show
0: that well, sounds like a nice a show topic for sure mhm so, yeah. so, so good morning, uh, Brian. Good morning, Dan. Dan Franks from Podcast Movement. Gary Leland from Podcast Movement. Of course, this—he's Mister Softball. And yes, he, he is. If you guys need a softball bat, I'm going to tell you the guy to go to. And uh, that's Gary Leland. He—he's—he's he's got uh, every bat known to man in his store. So he's
1: a Renaissance man, you know.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh, Clinton. Hey, Clinton. Uh, welcome to the show today, everyone. Thanks for being over here. So, you know, yesterday was my uh step off the the deep end there, Rob. Uh-oh. Yep. The What'd you uh you do now. The you know, this the season has started again, the Seasons of uh, my insanity. Oh,
1: that's right. The uh the podcast awards. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, the season Good of luck
1: my, with that. my season of
0: insanity, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. uh you know, but uh, so far, you know, the the new site is uh you, you know, I have to hand it to the Tim and the team over at one technologies, uh, everything's working. (laughs) You know, it's, that's, uh, that's good. So, and let me see if I can show the audience here. It's pretty simple. You go in and you say, you know, nominations are open. They have to do a little quick sign-up form. If they have an account already that they log in and once they log in and I, I did it. Oh, you guys can't see this. (laughs) <laughs> oh, let me come off that um, that's funny uh, I just blew that so um, once you're in there there you go then you get a uh, just the form to vote and you you do the pull down and you select your show and once you've selected you go down here and hit save and you're done you come back and 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 uh, and nominate over the whole month to clear out your your entire twenty shows. So what we can do is an example here. Who should we vote for, Rob? And uh, uh, let's see here. Let me look in the. I already voted in the text. I to test it. So my votes will end up not getting counted. So and once you voted, there's a little little thing that pops up. It's got a link to their site and their RSS feed and their their iTunes link. So we're still promoting the RSS feed. RSS is not dead.
1: No, it's not dead. You're exactly right. So, so are you still looking for sponsors for that?
0: Yeah. Anyone who wants to come in and uh, write, a, you know, write a small check, I'd be most appreciative. I think we're going to be okay on trophies this year. And you know, we paid for the site rebuild with the GoFundMe campaign from last year. We're a little yeah. over budget, um, but uh, you know it'll all even out in the wash over, the, over time. So I think we're, I think we're, I think we're close to having, uh, you know, we're gonna have trophies this year no matter what. So, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. But anyway, we're we're back going, and we'll see how this whole process works out. And um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, I think it's great that you're back at it again.
0: But uh, yeah, the rules change they are what yeah. they are. So,
1: big change. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is a big change from what yeah. you've done in the past. Yeah, big change.
0: But, you know, Clinton is one of our sponsors. but You know, Clinton's in the chat room right now. He sponsors for many, many years. So, Clinton, thanks for being, uh, you know, our hardcore sponsor. Comedy Forecast is, you know, sponsored year after year. And, of course, the Pod to Pod folks as well. And Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting. And, of course, we're doing International Podcast Day is where we're going to do the uh, awards, do an hour. And so thanks to them but uh, I'm worried about adam Curry's and his small batch audio um Kickstarter or it's not a Kickstarter it's a it's a um an indieGoGo i don't know if they're gonna make it it uh oh for
1: his uh his new recording yeah, unit yeah but yeah. just just
0: people don't understand it enough you know yeah they really don't and if they really understood what this thing does and the power behind this thing, he'd be sold out. But, you know, in the, the price point, it probably scares some people. But, you know, I, I understand what he's done here a bit. But most folks, you know, most folks just really don't have that, that the full insight on what's, what's been a, you know, what he's stuffed into this package. So
1: so did you order one?
0: Uh, of course.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious. And- I mean, so he hasn't actually made one of these yet.
0: Oh, he's got the prototypes. Their 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 engineering's done, so oh, they okay. they had to do the Indiegogo just to uh, let's see if I can let's see where we're at uh, dollar wise. Let me bring it up. Uh, we're at eighty two thousand dollars with eleven days left and five hundred thousand dollars a fixed goal. Wow. So you know, unless unless things really happen in a hurry here. And, you know, and be honest with you, I just, uh, of course, you know, a lot of people have no idea who the hell Adam Curry is. That's part of the problem too, you know, and, and,
1: uh, he's been podcasting, but he's really been in the background for many years now.
0: Yeah. And he's stepped up and he's trying to get out a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. he, he even mentioned on his own show, he went somewhere and they said, you know, Adam who, (laughs) you know, so, uh, but, uh. You know, the podfather here, I I wish this would have came to success. Now, the reason, Rob, that, you know, in all disclosure here, that, you know, there's several of us that have signature editions. You've got uh, you've the uh, John Lee Dumas signature edition that sold zero. You've got the Podcast Movement one that sold three. You've got my version that has sold six. Uh, you've got the Dan Benjamin version. It sold zero. You have the, uh, Ryan Bushwood version that sold two. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so these guys, you know, they, you know, they had these, uh, you know, it shows right here. If if you, you know, I, I, and I've only moved six. So Adam was counting on, you know, us to help move this, you know, move these packages
1: Mm -hmm. and, uh, um,
0: But that 647 price point.
1: It's pretty expensive. Yeah. For most beginner podcasters. Yeah. Because uh, you still need to get a microphone with that, right?
0: Right, right. But, you know, for me, this would have been the perfect travel unit. Be able to just plug this in and then you and I would, because it's got a mix minus and it's got all the, you know, so you can, you can do everything that, uh, you know, you don't have to have a bunch of stuff. So, but I think what's happened is a lot of people use that, um, mm, H6 from, yeah. is, and you can do a mix minus with that. There's a way you can trick it to do a, uh, a Skype deal. So I, I don't know if that's hurt this effort or not, but, um, if you feel so. Yeah, inclined, if it has two
1: mic inputs, you should, you could be able to, to funnel one of the channels and right Take well one he of the this, channels
0: that's separate he does the mix minus i think through usb so you don't oh. need you just uh, plug it into your computer and then gotcha. everything's done you know and you can have okay. two you can have two hosts so but um i don't know i i, I hope he uh, figures out a way to make it happen and if, if he has to charge a thousand bucks for them and and they uh don't go through indiegogo and they can build them at a thousand dollars i you know I'll, I'll, I'll buy a couple at a thousand bucks so you know, really, in all honesty, you know, all of us would not be here in the in the same type mm-hmm. of iteration had not he and Dave done what they did. So, sure, a lot of people, you know, need to realize that that they're for me. You know, my bread and butter is largely come from what you know what he introduced. So, you yeah. know, I have a I have a lot of loyalty to Adam and and. uh, you know i'd I'd have bought a number of these just you know if it was scrap metal, you know I wouldn't care, so well, it would be
1: great to you know for you to have one here and be able to to do a do a review on the show about it.
0: yeah, the problem is, is you know it's that's one thing when you're trying to build prototypes, you know and you only have limited number of parts, yeah. you know they scrape them together, and you know so when you're trying to mass produce it's it, it's difficult so i I understand the challenge. But uh, I I hope they figure out a way to to make it happen. So, but yeah, eighty two grand, seventeen uh, percent of the five hundred thousand dollar goal. But uh, unless some big benefactor comes in and and you know buys a bunch, no, I don't know how we're going to make that make that number unless a bunch of podcasters pony up to the bar and you know really yeah. it's not doesn't going to take too many of us to do it. A, a thousand of us.
1: Yeah, so it's actually a pretty big number for the podcasting space. Yeah, it's not that big of a community.
0: Well, you know, it's it's big. You, know, you, you look at the you look at the growth numbers right now. Holy
1: shit! Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, that's true.
0: You know, let
1: yeah. let me just
0: you know, we we're just astounded right now on the number of new folks coming in. Um, just by the number of new shows we're picking up every week. What am I doing? What's going on here? I don't want that.
1: Uh, let me. Yeah, get... it is grimy, and we're seeing big growth too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a good time for podcasting right now.
0: Let me look. What's... About... So yeah, it, it hasn't updated since last week. Four hundred eight thousand seven hundred ninety. The script hasn't run. The scraping script hasn't run. So, you know, that's not active, of course. But it wasn't a year ago, I was just breaking three hundred k on that list, you know, so
1: yeah, yeah,
0: you know that's wow,
1: wow, yeah, Todd, did you see this uh this other article linked from pod to pod about packaging design for popular podcasts packaging um, design, yeah, yeah, it's no it's it's basically it's actually kind of kind of kind of funny in a way, but um. Basically, I guess there's a company making um, packaging for podcasts. Uh, so you you basically buy almost like what looks like a a, a fake book, uh-huh. and inside the book uh, has a little has an audio player that's basically shaped like a small box that's like you know like a book. Uh-huh. And it has pictures inside of it um, of the topic and there's a book out there, um, based on serial season one, season two, and you open the book and there's a little audio player in there. And then there's, there's pictures from the series that's also available there too. (laughs) I think it's, (laughs) it's, it's kind of missing, somewhat missing the point, but, um, it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting application for podcasting
0: you know um, um rob uh, this <laughs> looks <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> w- am I gonna send this to my grandmother is that who'm yeah, this is sure. who I'm supposed to send this to that's the,
1: that's the yes.
0: this looks like a like a tech device out of like the 1980s yeah oh my.
1: isn't it funny oh, oh. I was like looking at this going
0: oh my god okay. to add to the tech Tactility, I can't even pronounce this. Tactility to the listening experience. Royal yes. College of Art graduate, Sungate Oll created the packaging design for podcasts, including cereal.
1: Oh my! And uh, was it ninety-nine percent? You know, was in here um, also.
0: Let me guess. Yours for the low price of ninety nine ninety nine. They don't even tell it's it must be a concept thing. They don't even you know, good try. I think this is cool. Um <laughs> it's definitely different.
1: Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's it's it it is taking podcasting more to the what's it, the real world, I suppose. Um it might be like a fun kind of gift for, just like you said, <clears throat> you know, like your grandparents or something like that. Yep. <laughs> but I think <clears throat> most people wouldn't wouldn't really think that that really had a lot of value.
0: Well, it might be cool to have on my shelf here, you know, seasons one through thirteen of the Geek News Central podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah if I've you know I've had thirteen seasons. <laughs> Yeah. But
1: I think it would gather a lot of dust.
0: <laughs> uh, hundred hundred episodes in every season.
1: So, yeah,
0: yeah, no, I, I think it would. You know,
1: yeah, It it doesn't uh, say what the capacity of the unit is. If you can, you know, how many megabytes of storage it has or anything. It, it's not a. It doesn't appear to be much of a technical thing.
0: You know, uh, that's that's a, that's the key now. Get into merchandising. Put a whole bunch of stupid shit together that. Uh, you know you can have all kinds of trinkets and you know actually believe it or not keychains and and postcards yeah. and and uh you know squeeze dress balls and all you know whole line of uh swag we should start selling that for podcasters so that they you know, we could be in the podcast swag business Um, there you go, Todd. It, it, it actually might you know that actually might be a a good i'm you know, I'm, I know some there's a certain entrepreneur in here that's thinking right now. So <laughs> like, you know hmm, what uh, can I do?
1: Yeah. Yes. yes. So anyway, I thought it was an interesting story there. That was in Pod to Pod. But
0: uh you know, the the ongoing I'm checking something here real quick. And we'll, I'll tell you here what I found. Oh, I better buy that.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh, Todd Todd found something else to buy. <laughs> One thing that that we haven't mentioned yet that uh, is 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 never a good thing to talk about, but there there's a somewhat of a podcasting service that uh, shut down this past week.
0: It, there is.
1: Yes. Sad sad story. We we both had fairly close relationships with the folks that uh that ran this service. It's Clamor. Yep. They you know, this week.
0: You know, and I and I talked with the Clamor team. We, um, I don't know if you did too, as well, Rob, but uh, you know the, you know we we were trying to figure out if there was a way we could do a deal with the Clamor team to try to yeah to save it's Clamor. Same with
1: us. It's the same with us. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, and uh, you know, in, in as much as I wanted to. I just couldn't figure out for me, you know, let's, you know, let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I have to, you know, when you're looking at uh, making an acquisition, there has to be, I got to figure out what the upside is financially, you know, down the, uh, down the road. And I got to figure out, okay, if I'm going to spend X number of thousands of dollars or, or do some sort of deal, you know, how do I, you know, how do you, how do you, you know, basically make that happen where you can, you can profit from it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard, I, you know, and, and, they were really, they were really worked hard to try to do a deal. I'm sure they did with you guys as well. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, it's tough because, um, I was always worried about these, this service that it was more of a feature than it was a, a company. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. And, and as it turned out, where they got traction was more as a feature than it was as a as a revenue-generating company. I, I was thinking over time that they might be a short uh, a short content uh, publishing and distribution platform is what I, I originally kind of recommended to those guys to think about, um, a short-form kind of d- distribution platform as well as publishing platform. Um, but I'm not sure that that kind of limitation was really – uh, was going to work either. Um, so, I mean, I mean, you and I both know that adding a, a clamor-type functionality to any of our platforms would, would just be a feature. It wouldn't be right, uh, right. a standalone revenue-generating opportunity. It's not like something that we could charge extra for having this capability. Um, and I think that that's ultimately what they ran into was that their service... Uh, wasn't really a standalone it was a a a feature so and and there was always a,
0: just it felt like one too many steps to do the share and you know, and that was that was part of it as well yep. um you know and we went and you know i basically talked about and they built their system on a piece of infrastructure that really wasn't even in our you know if they had built on a a certain way in a certain platform it would have been an easy integration but the way they build it there was really no easy integration whatsoever it was it, it didn't even yeah. it wouldn't even have fit into our stack real well so yeah. you know we would have spent you know several months probably you know trying to you know re-shoe re re-sho- horn it in but in the end, I, I said, you know, I could probably build this in an amount of time. That's, that's, what I'm, of,
1: that's exactly the conclusion we came to, too, is is that it wouldn't be that hard to just build some, probably a simpler representation of, of Clamor into right. our own publishing platform. Yeah. Um, and it would be more complicated to integrate than right. it would have been to, uh, to to build it from scratch. So who knows? You know so, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe if you
0: know maybe they'll open source the code or something when if, if they haven't found anybody to take it over maybe uh you know I I, I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I don't know. Well didn't
1: uh, the the this American life folks do the same thing? Didn't y- they
0: Yeah, their stuff is kind of well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> did did that's st- did that ever take off? You know, because it was the same kind of thing, right?
0: Well, the, you know the the public radio folks do a lot of stuff, and they does it really ever take off? But it gets all kinds of
1: news, yeah, at least exactly. once. Yeah, for a for a couple of weeks, anyway. Right, it gets gets some buzz.
0: Yeah, so too bad, you know, with the team over there, I you know they they really gave it the college try, and uh
1: yeah, they. They did. It was a fantastic team. Yeah, they were really engaged in the community. They came out and and spoke to all of us. Yeah, spent lots of time. I, I went out to dinner with the CEO multiple times. Um, and gave him some ideas. But I always was a little skeptical of it. You know, I know that Podcast One built them into their their web embeddable player, and and I know that I think you guys did this as well, right?
0: Yeah, we did.
1: Yeah. Uh, so what's going to happen to that? Function, are you guys going to have to take it out?
0: we to take it out. Yeah, matter of fact, there'll be an update to uh, um, there's gonna be an update to PowerPress probably over the weekend. We finally got see we we're you know we had everything built in for to support the Apple new tags within a couple of days, within a week, or at least Angelo had everything beta tested and ready to go. And then we heard some rumors that people were having trouble submitting feeds with the new tags. So by the time we did the, you know, the, you know, the two week turnaround with the Apple team and making sure that that was not, and it turned out to be a rumor, and so you know when they got back well, that shouldn't be, it should work, and we did, you know, sent test feeds over and they tested them and, yep, that's good and it you know follows our compliance, blah blah blah, and so yeah, there'll, there'll be an update to PowerPress and at the same time we're gonna, we'll pull the uh, the clam integration out.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's, you know, that's the plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Todd. I mean, I agree. There's a couple things that I think they ran into. I think it was the complication of uh, actually publishing a clamor. Yeah. I mean, it was a little, it could, it was a little frustrating for me to use too, I Mm -hmm. have to say. Yeah. And, um, I didn't spend a lot of time over there using it, yep. um, <clears throat> though I, I I could see some some utility in it. Yep. And I the times that I did publish to it, I thought it was interesting. Um, but I just had a hard time taking the time out to do it on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. You know, it's something you have to think about uh, on a regular basis, too. If you don't remember it, it's something to mix. Or yeah. to miss, yeah.
1: Yeah, agreed. So
0: agreed. yeah, too. It's too bad, you know. It's too bad that they're they're out. And uh, but this is this is how things work. If you you know, if you don't have a business that has a business model behind it, how can you know? It's just like you know, continue to see people promoting free podcasting services, and I just I cringe when I go over there and I see some shows over there. Just like, oh my god, how long how long can this survive? You know, someone's thinking this is a cool project to do out of, the, out of their pocket. And, um, you know, and then, we, you know, and, and I've got other, you know, we've had in th- other instances where, you know, just this last week, I had a, a group that, uh, you know, they, you know, sent a bunch of emails, and I'm like, you can't use our stuff without doing a licensing fee. You're a company. You just can't come in and, you know, you just, you can't come in and st- and uh and use you know my intellectual property it doesn't work that way you know and they, and they were like well what do you mean i'm like i built this where you you know you want to use it we'll be happy to sign you a license but you just can't come in and it's it's remarkable and, and this is something that's going to be talked about with um uh, on uh oh my gosh oh it's on the tip of my tongue here hang on i'll, I'll pull the name out i'm I'm horrible right now ray ortega is going to be talking about this in an upcoming show but you know i I had a a client and uh they were asking a technical question they were asking how do we do how do we set up 24 different uh uh, feeds or for our you know we're building a network we've got 24 shows and uh how do we set up you know, 24 category feeds which you know that's not an unusual tech support question and Mike answered the question and you know we pulled their account up and it's not a pro account it's a it's a 500 meg hosting account and Mike's like are you trying to host 24 shows through a single account you know and they're like yeah and we're, and we're like you can't <laughs> you know so you've got you've got this uh You've got this expectation by people. They live in this YouTube world, and they live in the SoundCloud world where um, they get a lot for for almost nothing, and sometimes for nothing. And then, you know, it, it, they don't realize that bandwidth costs real money. I had a a, a client that is a nationally recognized podcast. They were on SoundCloud. They're moving off um we did analysis of their bandwidth we heavily 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 discounted their bandwidth and their bill still eight thousand dollars a month (laughs) yeah you know and uh they are shocked (laughs) and i'm like you know you were probably making a million dollars a year with your show you did not expect to have Business expenses. <laughs> you
1: well, know. I mean so they were hosting on SoundCloud, right? Right. And and SoundCloud was just paying that bill, right?
0: Right. They're paying that bill. And you know, they were hosting for, you know, whatever yeah. fee that that SoundCloud charges. <laughs> you know, so yeah. there is a rude awakening for some folks when they're gonna have to actually, you know, if we're okay, so we have a, our our model, let's be honest, Rob, our model. We, we know independent podcasters, when they come in, lipsin us, you guys have your model. You, you, if you're an independent podcaster, you're, you're like a guy sitting in a studio like this. You know, I'm going if to, if you move 55 terabytes of traffic, I'm going to cringe, but I'm going to, you're going to get flat rate, okay? <laughs> and that's just the way it is. If you are a commercial show or you're a network story and a commercials like radio a company um you've got a business that's you're promoting behind you know that's you know you're a business you're not a independent in a guy in a closet in a kitchen whatever you know you're a business you you're a business so uh you go on pro and uh it it is a because I can't support a guy that's coming in and using $8,000 worth of bandwidth on a $40 a month hosting plan. It doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Now the dude that's the independent podcast creator and he's using a thousand dollars worth of bandwidth. Well, I eat that because that and it's on the $40 plan. That's my business. I have to scale out and be big enough to be able to support yeah. those
1: those types of guys, right? But Todd, there are situations and and I think there are quite a few of them out there where those, those, those businesses, like you, like you say, um, that create podcasts, they're not going to do any better in their, uh, their, their distribution growth than an independent podcaster. Uh, That's Um, true. But that's, that happens as well. (laughs) We see a lot of that too. That's right. Um, right. So, I mean, if you're coming over from like a SoundCloud and, and you're pulling, you know, like, like you said, if they're, you're pulling a million listeners or something like that, that's a whole different ballgame. That's a and,
0: whole different ballgame.
1: Than than pulling, you know, a, you know, like maybe f- three or 4,000. Or, or even 40,000, like you know? Yeah. yeah okay.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you know, 40,000 listener show. Okay. It's some bandwidth, but I'm not going to go, <gasps> you know, I'm not going to have mean, a coronary over it.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're paying $8,200 a month, uh, worth of bandwidth at a at a re, at a good cdn price uh you're you're moving a lot of bandwidth you're I mean, moving that's, a, lot that's of bandwidth. a lot of bandwidth that's so, a lot <laughs> yeah so you need to either look at one of two things you either need to um, look at your encoding bit rate <laughs> that'd be the first thing that i would do um i mean if you're if you're putting your show out at like 256k or something like that, you might want to consider cutting that back to like 96, and that'll drop your bill like in a almost in half. Yeah. Um. So it just you know you need to look at those things too. I'm sure that SoundCloud wasn't pushing that show out at 256, but I don't know. So you know, and you know they were looking at.
0: We had you know basically their, yeah. It, it, you know, and you know, when you do the, when you're talking, so for to have an 80, you know, $8,000 bill, it's lots of terabytes, not I mean, gigabytes. That's, yeah.
1: that's as much as Adam Carolla paid for his bandwidth. If that tells you anything.
0: Right. Right. And Adam Carolla is 250, 300, 400,000 listeners per episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know, so yeah so it's it's it, it you know it is what it is, and and again i when someone comes to me and they have to move that type of traffic i I mean that's why I said heavily, 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 heavily discounted the price of the bandwidth because they can quite frankly they can go to a CDN on their own and negotiate their own bandwidth
1: yeah, that's right and and once you start getting up into those numbers, you can go. You can go direct if you want to. Right, it's but, just getting the publishing tools that you need to right. connect to it. And I, have,
0: and I have a economy of scale. I'm yeah. already got a CDN that I'm moving massive amounts of bandwidth. So I can yeah, go so and getting
1: rates at a much lower rate than, than, than he could ever get. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I can, you know, I can go back and I can say here, here's a price, you know, here's a price that yeah. y- you probably can't negotiate on your own but I can give you because I've got economy of scale. We're going to work yeah. with you. and want to at some point they'll get to a certain point of bandwidth and they can do their own deal, you know? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people quite understand how CDNs work. So this is, this is probably a good conversation for anybody that's building a larger show is that, uh, you know, working with, you know, Todd, your your network or speaker or Lipson or whatever is that we've got? We're moving, you know, huge amounts of huge gigabytes per month. No, uh, let's
0: use terabytes. Uh, Thousands of terabytes, yeah.
1: But but just to be clear, (laughs) we all pay based on gigabytes, though, right? On Uh, a per gigabyte basis, right? Yeah, exactly. So per per gigabyte basis is the is the monetary factor. Yep. But but yeah, if you're turning terabytes, that's thousand. That's a thousand gigabytes right. is one terabyte. So you know, I mean, between you and I, or you and Spreaker and Lipson, we're probably, you know, I, I don't know what those numbers are, but they're they're big. They're they're big. Maybe you know, maybe a billion terabytes or something. Who knows? Yeah. So it's it's uh, so
0: big we don't bill it on a credit card. We do a bank transfer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The CDN bill does not go on a credit card. The credit card would bounce.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Credit cards <laughs> typically don't go that high. Yes.
0: So it's a bank transfer. You know, they send us a bill and we initiate a bank transfer.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Or write
0: them a check, you know?
1: But those those per <laughs> gigabyte fees are in the pennies, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, it it's you know, it, it depends on your scale. If All you're right. pulling pulling, you know, a thousand terabytes a month, uh, which is quite a bit. That's a um, lot. And I was playing around in that range when I was working at podcast one. Um, so, you know, we had other networks and, and I was actively going out and trying to recruit oh. other, other big networks to come in on, you know, with me on that.
0: Yeah. Cause so, you can scale it.
1: Yeah. So we could knock off a couple more pennies right. per, per gigabyte. Yep. If we can get our scale up to like maybe, um, 2,000 terabytes of right. or something like that. Yep. So it's all a game of scale. Scale. You know, you start looking at guys like Google and, and Microsoft <sighs> that's and why Facebook they, and those kind of
0: That's books. why Google puts their own fiber in. It's it's cheaper for them to put their own fiber in the ground.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's why, you know, it's it, it's fine for Google to host all the podcasts. You know, that's why it's okay for them to capture your episodes and re-host them is because they're paying such a low, low rate and a lot of their bandwidth is actually free because they have these nodes out there that will go directly. Right. Uh, so th- they're not having to pay, a, a, you know, another company. And they to have peering relationships
0: it. too. So. Right, yeah.
1: Correct. Yeah. So, so they're able to get much lower, lower bandwidth rates than even Todd and I can get. Yeah. Um but, so but
0: going back yeah. to this show that had twenty four shows, I'm like, okay, we're gonna you have to move to pro and and she was already out of space. she didn't have enough room, you five hundred megs really a month for twenty four shows, and you know it, that wasn't gonna work to begin with, even thousand megs a month wasn't gonna work, so you know so you gotta move to pro and they said that's and she was yeah. like, well, I'm gonna go somewhere else. I'm like, okay.' that's fine uh here's what you're going to hear from them as well and uh so it's uh you know we're happy to take care of the the, the podcasters you know we're happy to provide services for it. but if your business you know and you're building a business and you have a business and you are you know building
1: a successful really successful show uh,
0: yeah yeah you know understand there is a there is a thing that's in a um accounting lines cost of doing business <laughs> and it's you know it's a it's a expense line and it doesn't have to be a big one you know
1: yeah, and if you're not I mean, if you're pulling that kind of scale with your show and you're not monetizing then um,
0: that's right and they and they that, are
1: and that's that's a whole nother issue for for that show is that they better start getting um their their advertising program together fast
0: but there's some you know there's a rude wake up call coming in here it's you know and it's uh you know for it, it's it it's they've got to they, they're going to have to the, the dynamics of the space is going to change if you know if if SoundCloud goes out cuz there's a lot of very 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 big shows over there they're only hosting over there because they are getting a free ride
1: and I don't see how SoundCloud can keep doing that.
0: Well, they can. Um, that's why they're losing. That's why they're, yeah. blah, that's why they're bleeding red.
1: Yeah. They, they're going to have to adjust um, and, and start being more fiscally responsible instead of if, out there buying content. If, that's basically if, what they're doing right now.
0: And I'm sure they get sub-penny pricing on bandwidth. I'm sure SoundCloud's moving that type of traffic. Oh, but yeah, but sure. still, at sub, even sub-penny per gig and that means less than a penny a gig and you have to do some serious volume to get below a penny yeah, uh, you're
1: talking about a probably a, a billion terabytes probably Yeah,
0: not that much but do you, you don't think so no no but you have to get you have to be moving some serious bandwidth to get below a penny and but still uh, you multiply no. okay no. Uh, multiply, um, a multiply <laughs> uh million you know 100 terabytes or two hundred terabytes times sub, you know, and then end up one hundred terabytes, and then convert that to gigabytes, and then just charge it even at a penny, it's still, <laughs> it's still a bill, you know, it's three thousand, two thousand, five thousand dollars, you know, it's still a bill.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. So. Uh,
0: you know, so you know, it's it's funny because uh, you know, uh, Mackenzie called me. Hey, we got Samsung. Did they did sixty five terabytes, and I looked at their show and I'm like, well, they're popular YouTubers. They've got 6.3 million followers. You know, they're probably banned what's going to go up. And, and she's like, I'm like, they're indie. I said, that's just what it is. You, you take the good with the bad, you know? And, uh, (laughs) that's not, it's, that's maybe the wrong way to say it, but you know, you, you know, that's the business we're in. So, yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's true.
1: So I'm looking at a, a website you that's, that's using a a slide from uh looks like the I don't know if it came from IAB or where it came from. Oh. It talks about the the growth in podcast uh, podcast advertising um between yeah. now and uh well 2017 I guess. It shows that 220 million.
0: Yeah, that's so uh, that's what they're saying. Go
1: to if you go to Brands take notice of podcasts uh, as revenue soars 85% in the U.S. The, it's actually linked off of the pod to pod site. Yep. Um, it's off of um, adnews.com.au, I guess, out of Australia. So this is a study that was
0: uh, <clears throat> commissioned by the IAB, and they uh, used Dun & Bradstreet, I think, is who they used to do the study. And then Mm -hmm. the companies that are listed on that page paid for the study. Um, So who was that? So if you go up to, in the PDF, if you're on the actual PDF of the study, there's page two, I think, of the study shows who paid for it, if you've got the actual
1: slide deck. Uh, Okay, let's see, full study, here it is.
0: And um, Midroll roll and, and a number of companies, uh, Podtrack uh, paid for this. I, I know how much it costs. I can't say um, how much that study was, but it, it wasn't inexpensive.
1: Wonderies in there. Yeah. Public media marketing, Panoply, Midroll, Acast, The Authentic Folks, Gimlet, How Stuff Works, and Market Ingenuity. Yep. Which is Sarah Van Mosel.
0: So uh, they, uh, they funded the study. Then what Dun & Bradstreet did is they talked to, well, we filled out a survey. Every company that's part of the IEB and I think they even went outside, we went in and uh, basically had to answer a questionnaire that um, basically re- self-reported our advertising numbers. So they said they took it from the top 20, so I don't know how many companies they got to participate. I think twenty about covers everybody. And then they took that those inputs based upon current revenue, what we're seeing in you know what we're seeing in, in this quarter and so forth, the previous quarter, and they were able to project out to two hundred twenty million dollars. I, I honestly thought it would be higher. Um, the math I had done internally, um, I thought we were over two hundred million last year already, but. That doesn't seem to be the case, according to this this study. But, you know, I, I looked at this study, and there's, there's a lot of accolades, but not a lot of meat. There's like three pages of meat on this thing.
1: Yeah, it says that the podcast advertising, advertising revenue increased steadily, growing at 228% on a quarterly basis between Q1 2015 and Q4 2016. So it's growing pretty steadily during that time frame. Do we have any numbers coming into early part of 17, Todd? Uh, I like... think
0: I think the numbers we reported, um, and I, I'll have to go back and look at the emails, but I'm pretty sure I did that at the end of 16. I don't think I reported 16. any 17 numbers.
1: Any 17, okay.
0: Yeah, I, I might be wrong, but um we didn't actually talk to anyone we just did the online survey self reporting stuff so and if you guys didn't rob then you guys weren't included in this so no
1: well we're not really playing much in the advertising game yet okay so soon it's coming but um one interesting slide in here was the direct response campaigns right. decreased from two thousand fifteen to two thousand sixteen. Yep. So that means that more branded advertisers are getting involved in the medium.
0: Yep. Yeah. So,
1: and also, I do know that Geico.
0: <laughs> well, I, I haven't heard no Geico ads yet, and they might be out there, but I haven't heard any. If, if you guys hear if you guys hear a brand advertisement, please point me at it. Because you know, I'm trying well, on.
1: Yeah, when I was working at Podcast One, we had brand advertisers would come in. Yeah, so you know, like the oil brand, the STP oil brand, that kind of stuff. Those folks would advertise on our wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Hey Nancy, you know, and I've heard oh, people say you know even even mid will tell you that they've they probably um, have had maybe in their portfolio and they may not get campaigns on a, on a regular basis out of them, but from anywhere from 25 to 40 different brand advertisers are testing around, playing around with podcasting right now.
0: Hey, Nancy in the chat room, we talked about anchor at the beginning of the show. So sorry, you'll have to go back and re listen to that segment. So, um, so yeah, on this, on these dollar amounts, um, you know, it's, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's it's good that the numbers are increasing the way they are. If the trajectory stays at nineteen percent, um, that bodes real real well for the trickle down effect for all podcasters. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and we start. Let's say we double. If we can maintain 20 percent growth, we hit. Let's say we hit two hundred twenty million this year in in ad revenue. And if it if the growth continues. Then what we're already seeing, and we've talked about this many times, is the media buyers are running out of big shows to buy. They're they're bought. Mm -hmm. We have some big shows that are sold out for a year. You can't buy and add one in them for the next year. Because they're
1: they're locked up.
0: They're locked up. They're sold out at at great rates. So what we'll start seeing is trickle-down of... The media buyers are going to, more money's going to, and they will want to spend that money, and and the smaller shows will start seeing more ad deals. And, uh, but, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a rough road to hoe, I'll be honest, for the small shows. You know, the shows are 10,000 listeners and below. It's, it's been pretty dry. And, uh, and I'm not willing to go programmatic yet and sacrifice CPMs. So, it's
1: just, Burns me up that just because you go programmatic, you sacrifice CPM. It just just got to be a way we can keep that from happening.
0: Well, some people are already taking it. That's the problem. So they haven't held the line, and they've they've you know fast road implemented it, and so i will never call anything that we do programmatic. That's for sure. That's like we don't do programmatic. <laughs> That's the. It yeah, might it might be programmatic and execution. Got to use some other
1: term to describe it, right? It, it so might be pro-
0: get... it might be programmatic and execution, but I'll never call it programmatic.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good point, Todd. <laughs> yeah, Dude, you it's pro- like a label of uh,
0: yeah of cheapness yeah, that you it, don't want to use, is. right? Yeah, yeah. Do you do programmatic? So, no,
1: we don't. <laughs> yeah. But we do this.
0: That's right. We do
1: host endorse. And it's indoors. much better than programmatic. That's right. Nice. We do
0: host endorse with uh, injection.
1: That's right. <laughs> we should come up come up with a new term for that. We should say uh, value added podcast advertising. Uh,
0: value added to a media buyer is free. When you say value oh, added,
1: okay. Well, that's not a good term. No,
0: no. When you say okay. value added to a in in an RFP, that's what they get for free.
1: Okay, premium yeah. podcast advertising platform.
0: Yeah, you don't don't ever use the P-P-A. word.
1: PPA. We'll call it PPA, Todd. <laughs>
0: yeah. and, and by the way, I am the owner now of the domain podcastswag.com. com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Oh, well, I don't know why. Yeah, I also
1: fine. noticed uh, one of the other slides in here that was really interesting, uh, which is I'm not sure what – how you're going to feel about this, but uh, from 2015 to 2016, it looks like uh, pre-produced ads uh, grew in the podcasting space versus host reads.
0: Were they pre-produced so,
1: host reads?
0: They don't ask that question. That, no, you don't they know. don't,
1: don't they? No. Yeah. That that needs to be a third option there. That's
0: right. It needs to be yeah. you know pre-produced host read because that's what you know that's what midroll is doing. They're not they're not doing. Oh.
1: That's a that's actually really smart. Yeah, I, I've been I've been pushing that for a couple of years now. You know, that's it, the direction we need to go.
0: And a lot of people are doing that. You know, that's I think Libsyn yeah. does that and everything. You know, so.
1: That's the direction the industry needs to be pushing yeah, towards, not yeah. this binary choice between pre-produced ads, which is basically when we say pre-produced ads, that says radio spots.
0: And it means the Geico Gecko. You know, that's. Yeah, the,
1: yeah. yeah. You know, it's done by an ad agency in New York yep. or in L.A. or whatever. Yeah. And they upload it separately from the show. And you have no connection with it as a host. Yep. All of a sudden,
0: um, you listen to your podcast, and there's a baby diaper commercial in there.
1: <laughs> that's right. And then the host reads is at the complete other end of the spectrum. That's right. right which is typically linked up with um, um, direct direct response advertisements. Right. Um, actually, uh, the pre produced spots are typically more branded spots.
0: Yep. But I still I still laugh. You know, every oh we got to have dynamic ad insertion. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everybody wants the every, dynamic every, answer.
0: Everyone does it and then I say, let's look let's let's go, and get in a go to meeting. Do stuff. One. Yes, let's do
1: one. Let's actually well, do one.
0: Well we actually say let's go into go to meeting and, and let's load your stats and uh we'll talk about this a little bit. So I, yeah. I I load their show up and I bring the stats up and I go to the I go to an episode trending line. <laughs> I do this every time and I don't even have to look at the show and I go, let's look at your trending. Let's look at a show that was released last month. And it goes, this is what it does. Uh-huh. And you know, and I'm like, uh, I said, well, over the last week that show has acquired uh, eight, nine, 10 downloads. I said, do you want to rebuild your show and put a new ad in here and incur the cost to dynamically update that? For ten or people eight
1: that, downloads
0: for eight downloads that's the dirty secret no one is willing to say no <laughs> one is willing to say it some people oh I got long tail okay there is only in my mind I know of about ten shows and the, uh, nine of those ten shows are on one network <laughs> that do long tail incredibly well it's the quick and dirty tips network. They uh, I, do.
1: I, I, I had a feeling you were going to say. And, okay, if someone you know, else has an
0: example yeah. of a show that does if your show has long tail and, and okay, and let me quantify long tail. If you get okay, look, I'm going to if you get 10% of your yeah, I I I I even mean, go if you get 5%. If you get 5% of your First month's worth of downloads in month two, you need to send me an email. You have to get at least five percent. So if you had a thousand downloads in month one and you got month two, you got fifty on that show, and it, and there's probably some folks out there who get at least fifty. Um, so maybe that's not enough number, but majority of podcasts will not even get fifty additional downloads in month two from an episode. Released one month ago. Uh. Wow. And just go look at your stats. You Just go look at your own stats right now. And and, and if you're saying you've got long tail, you you don't have long tail until you're, if you do 5,000 downloads in month one and you do, you know, let's say at least 500 to 1,000 downloads month two, month three, month four, month five, month six that is long tail content and you better be rebuilding your content the, you need to rebuild but the majority so. of folks don't need this this is this is you know oh we got to have a dynamic and social we got to change the ad out <laughs> no you don't for 90 well, you know yeah, I 90 mean, you but, don't
1: yeah I and mean, that's not the all that's not entirely the only reason to do dynamic ad insertion. Well, but, I
0: understand. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it is for many Tart- that are trying to monetize their archives. But but most um,
0: but most networks don't have two or three ads to layer in a different Yeah. a different yeah. ad for a different listener.
1: Now, this this study that we were, <laughs> we've been talking about from the IAB revenue by delivery mechanism, uh it actually um charts out uh the exact topic here. Uh, which is it contrasts dynamic ad insertion uh, growth from 2015 to 2016. Um, and it does show almost a doubling of uh, usage. Um, g- grows It grew 51% based on the data that's showing here as opposed to baked-in host reads. Um, it went from 37%, and this is dynamic ad insertion, in 2015 to 2016, fifty-six percent. Right, right. and I'm not surprised about that. Yeah. And it can be utilized for current shows too. I mean, I mean, a right, lot of the right, right, right. a lot of the folks that are using this are are using it primarily for um, for branded ads. Yeah. Um, there's like like we said, there's some folks like mid-roll, and there the, there is a movement more towards. Uh, dynamically inserted host reads which basically integrates these two together and that's probably what why you're seeing that growth there because it doesn't break out a third item which which all these studies needs to need to break out a third a third chart item here but yep. I'm, uh, i don't know re- why they're not doing that i i don't know
0: so daniel's looking at his stats so the first example I have is him proving me wrong. Daniel's got a show that... Uh, yeah, he does. He's got sure. a show that should get good long tail.
1: Yeah, it's the same with my speaker <laughs> live show. It actually gets gets pretty good downloads for a couple months afterwards. So, um, you know, I'm not it saying... Depends on, it yeah. depends on the format of the show. If, right. it's, if you're talking about topics that are not timely uh, and they're topics that people over a long period of time have an interest in learning about and you're not... Talking about current events, um those are the type of shows that typically have a little better long tail
0: and in in, in in a keyword there is a little bit,
1: yeah, it's not huge bit
0: no. Uh, no, not a huge bit if you have a huge bit, you got a winner you know and i and as a matter of fact, we need to talk
1: <laughs> <laughs> well and and honestly that's I mean if you look at like a serial or you look at uh some of these storytelling podcasts, yeah uh, you know like uh we're alive uh that series. Uh, that was done you know many years ago it continues to be a popular series today and those are huge candidates for monetizing yeah. archives so but it's it's it 's like an audiobook and and, and if you 're right. good
0: and if you 're good at making long tail content man you you have a skill and let me just tell you if you're if you 're good at it and you're you 've got good long tail man congratulations uh you have you can sell you can get hired you can show proof of several shows with great long tail. Uh, You'll have no, go in there and have that on your resume and, in some of these places that are doing production right now. um, That's what they're all looking for. You know, they want, they want shows that have great long tail.
1: And I think that, uh, I think in many genres, I I think it's possible to have um, content that has great kind of long tail. I think it depends on a little bit on how you produce your show and, and really, how much of an expert you are in your particular um, business, and maybe I think a lot of people tend to produce content that's uh, more newsy or more uh, current events yep. uh, type type content, which typically burns out fast. But if you get in there and you start talking about, you know, sharing your expertise and you are in the expert business, yeah, you, you know, <clears throat> uh, about tips on how to do things and how to you know, and really add value to people's lives and and not be, you know, very current eventy, right? Um, I think those are the type of shows that tend to be a little bit more, a a little bit more evergreen, right? Mm -hmm. So, kind of a yellowish green, not a full green. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, anyway, that is, uh, you know, and we've talked about this many times on this show, so... And I've talked about this for years, and boy, people hate it. They really get pissed off at me when I talk about this long tail thing. And, um,
1: it's not what they want to hear.
0: No, it's not what they want to hear. It's the absolute opposite. But, uh, you know, again, if you are good at it, uh, mm. you know, you, you've got a talent there that's sellable. I, I let's be honest. Uh, you know, I know my content burns out. 96 hours is
1: done. Yeah, it's that's my tech show. Well, it's, that's all you do. You yeah. talk about current events, you, know. and you talk about the the news of the week, you know, twice a week. So, makes sense.
0: Okay, so um Daniel says episodes from May 3rd, 2016, 6% in 4 month under 5 per- under 5 percent months after that so 2016 six percent in fourth month under five percent months after that and, and Dan I have D- Daniel does content that by all purposes on the audacity to podcast yeah. should be timeless
1: yeah exactly you know yeah
0: in in reason he probably gets that many you know and let's be honest that's that's good numbers Um the reason he gets that many is he he's got a great he's got great seo he's got great brand awareness he's got a website you can go to they interact and 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 get questions answered you know so he, you know he works very very hard at doing everything he needs to build his brand and you know and again i'll say it again on his com, um and he's got the seo of google and all that stuff going on people link to it he's a consider an expert in the podcasting space. So, you know, and I don't say that about very many people, Rob, you know, I'm pretty picky about who I endorse. Yeah, no,
1: I, I agree. Daniel's a, is a, 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 hugely valuable person in the podcasting space. I mean, he's, I think he's helps more people than just about anybody that, that I know of yep. to get started podcasting and do it right. So I think we all have a lot of, uh, respect for Daniel and the work that he's done in the space. Um, yeah. I mean, cause we're all in the kind of, kind of in the same content genre as he is. So um, as far as the shows that we do. Yeah.
0: So anyway, it's, you know, I, I don't need to beat a dead horse here and actually we're, we're down to about five minutes and here's the reason why folks, I I have to have my kid at a soccer game at 7am Hawaiian. It's only, six twenty here. So uh um yeah. but Rob, you know, a lot of stuff's still you know, the space is hot. Hot, 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 hot. White hot. And, Podcast
1: movement's coming up.
0: Oh man. It's you know, it's it's like it feels like it's next week. Yeah. It is. It, but,
1: uh, in, I'm not quite ready for it. In, in <laughs> I, got, I got a lot more work to do to get ready for it.
0: And just a programming note, Rob, um, I will be on my way to Columbus next Saturday. So, if we want to okay. do a show next week, it'll have to be it'll have to be a Sunday show if we want to do a show. Um, okay. Um, okay. I'm going to be in the Columbus office uh, part of the week of the 10th. So, uh, see my mom for a couple of days, and I'll be in in the office and we're having a kind of like a team meeting um with the entire Mm -hmm. team on the 14th so um so first time we've ever really kind of done like a full you know bringing all the parties in uh, at least the ones that are close so Mm -hmm. uh yeah that's the kind of my and then i'm traveling again on the 15th so we'll have to make i'm sorry i'm making you adjust here for me
1: got me all over the map here <laughs> yeah, no it's okay it's right. i'm i'm very flexible
0: so and i'm glad the audience is as well being flexible and uh and we got a good crowd in today and you know hey i have to say something about youtube i'm having huge huge issues with youtube and let's see if it's held up today see i ha- i had to lower the uh
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's
0: complaining today. It's complaining about the resolution today and not the resolution, but even the speed that I'm, and I've, I've done bandwidth tests. It's something on YouTube live. I've had huge issues with their, with their live stuff recently. And I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's today. It's just wanking at me about the, um, cause I had to lower the video resolution because I was just, it was like failing, so Facebook has no problem. They're on the same exact bandwidth path with uh twenty megs up, and i I don't get it.
1: That should be plenty,
0: yeah, and I'm only pushing two megs to YouTube, and I don't know what Facebook goes up as it's you know a couple of megs that uh it just uh, I've had a lot of issues with YouTube live lately. I don't know if they're experiencing big growth and they're having. Ban, you know, I can't imagine them having bandwidth issues, but if they don't have enough ingestion heads, it it may be on their end. I don't know if anybody else has had any problem with YouTube Live. Daniel says I had YouTube Live issues earlier this week too. Well, it's well, maybe thank God it's not because I'm just like look at my equipment and you know testing my bandwidth and just scratching my head can't figure out what's going on.
1: Mm. So that's weird.
0: Yep. All right, what else here? Well, anyway, any any last-minute oh my gotchas or anything like that?
1: No, it's just a barrage of podcast events coming up. Yep. Um, the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference uh, is coming up in September. Are you going to go uh, to that? Uh, probably. That's back in Philly again. Yeah, they haven't and... even
0: reached out to us, so I don't
1: yeah I'm already actually if you go to their website, I'm like the first speaker on the list and i I haven't even talked to Joe yet <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um and then um I'm gonna be at the conclave uh, coming up at the end of July too, which is in minneapolis um oh, on a on a panel with seth uh wrestler um from Jacobs it's actually a a radio conference
0: so um yeah, we're going to be at Podcast Movement, obviously. Then we did decide to go to FinCon, so we're going to go to FinCon. I'm probably going to
1: wind up going to FinCon, too. So I don't like know
0: if, if it'll be me. Um, you know, <laughs> sending me to FinCon's kind of like put me in there with the sharks.
1: If <laughs> <laughs> They're going <laughs> to feed on you, Pod.
0: Exactly. They will. <laughs> so... Uh, But uh, you know, anything I like about let's be—I'll be honest—I will say thing about the FinCon folks. They have got a reasonable package, and uh, um, it was something I said, "Yeah, this is—we can fit this in the budget. We can do it." As compared to the LA PodFest,
1: yeah, you know, it's like more than going to Podcast Movement. You know, I was just like, "Yeah, I don't think we're going to wind up sponsoring that." So. I'm know, like exactly wow, yeah. wow, you know it's a little it, too it a little too rich for, for rich, us. you know like yeah. you know like bounce a credit card like five times, yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you know already, it, they yeah, need, it's all it, it's almost like paying another c d n bill right yeah, it's like that. it's like
0: okay and I, and the, uh, it's too expensive, guys, you want us to come, that's too expensive, it was too expensive of event. Because it's you know, if you bring if you bring in eighteen hundred potential podcasters, I, I you know it would be a stretch. <laughs> even then. But
1: they're not gonna bring in that many.
0: No, it's mostly listeners, you know, so you know and They're not
1: even getting that many um fans, I don't yeah. think, going
0: to that event. So anyway, we are uh we're at the end here and I, I need to go. Yeah. I gotta t- I got okay. I get a kid moving here. But everyone thanks. if you've got comments on today's show, you can send me an email, Todd at blueberry.com. Of course Rob, and of course I'm at, at geek news on, on
1: Twitter, Rob. Uh Rob at uh, Spreaker.com with an R and uh Rob at Rob dot com works as well. Uh I do the Spreaker Live Show every Wednesday at three p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Eastern at SpreakerLiveshow dot com. And then uh, that's the best way to get a hold of me. If you're in
0: a podcast company or you got something cool going on in podcasting, want to hear from you, we can, uh, we'd can. we always love to have a guest on with us. So, uh, excuse me, uh, blowing my nose in everybody's ear there. That was gross. Um, need that silence button. But, uh, yeah, everyone, if you want to be on, let us know. We'd love to have you on, on the show with us and to chit chat. And if you're a fan and you've been on for a while and you just want to come on and say hello, that's, that's cool too. Uh, drop yeah. us a note, but, uh, probably next week's show will be on Sunday. I would, I'm thinking, so we'll, we'll keep you advised. Okay.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: On, uh, and everyone can follow us, uh, you know, on Twitter and so forth, but, uh, yeah. You go ahead and vote for your podcast in the podcast awards, and uh, yeah. it's exciting. Todd. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how bad I get pummeled this year.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think it'll be as bad as it was in the past. Uh, no, it's yeah. That, I think you've you've tweaked it enough to avoid that this year. Well, yeah, me and a few other people. So,
0: all right. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks, and uh, we'll see you next time here on the New Media Show. Everyone. take care. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Aloha.